The following presentation is brought to you by KMmedia.pro. Please visit KMmedia.pro for more information. Now stay right where you are as we present. Welcome to Positive Talk Radio, evolving ideas, one conversation at a time. Great guests, dynamic stories and interviews, plus new thoughts on a wide range of topics and concepts. I hope that you'll hang with me, Kevin McDonald, my friends, and of course, you, as together we work to understand why we are all here and what we can do to make our world a better place for all of us to be happy, be kind, and live in peace together. Yep, that's Positive Talk Radio. And welcome, everybody. It's Monday morning, and I hope that you're having a good day in the rain in the Seattle area. And Benny's going to tell us when the rain's going to stop. Benny, how are you this morning? Hey, what's up? Good morning. You want to know when, when the rain stops? I do. Not now. It will later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're looking for? I can't tell it physically to like put a hold on it. Well, you, you can. I thought you were godlike. I thought you could do that. Oh, everything. thank you, Kevin. No, I have just godlike voices. <laughs> you make me sound you make me sound so good and and stuff and by the way benny we've got yes. we've got a very terrific show for you today and uh, it's it's this is one of those note-taking shows where you're going to learn a lot and we're we're going to be able to talk to some people that are going to do that have that are doing some some incredible work and uh um i would like to welcome them now because we we've got only an hour to get all of this information out we've got a lot of stuff to do so with that thank you benny for being here and deanne linson you are here as well and welcome to the show how are you i am well i decide to be well i am well i'm great that's that's awesome. Now I've looked at your your bio and stuff, and I know that you have either four, five, or six best-selling books. And and which what is the current number? Eight. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I, I, I'm surrounded I, by them. Yeah. Yes, indeed, and and uh, they are a collaborative effort. Some of them with other women. That I highly encourage you to go to your website. Where can they go to your website to get the books? Empoweredinsideout.com empowered inside out that is just perfect now i you brought a friend you have a friend and you brought him along with you i would love for you to introduce him if you wouldn't mind oh my goodness mark fournier is a master master coach not only is he an emmy award winner but he is an, a philanthropist he is just he i've seen him change lives and i have seen him save lives and i'm not exaggerating he just absolutely uses all of the the different types of coaching neuroscience cogn cognitive behavioral therapy and he just rocks your world and not only that he's just a very very sweet friend he's my brother from another mother mark fournier <laughs> that's what i tell my girlfriend so they don't get jealous she's my sister from another mister <laughs> it's okay she's safe <laughs> Mark, welcome to the show. How are you? Oh, I'm awesome. I'm a 10. I created a fantastic Monday morning. Thanks it, for asking. It's a nice day to be a Monday morning, don't you think? That, that... Uh, my favorite day of the week. It's a whole new beginning. It's a fresh start. Now, first of all, I have to ask you, and I was talking to you just a little bit before the show, what's it like? Because, you see, there are some people who get a rare, rare experience of getting to walk up on stage and pick up an Emmy. You've done it three times. What's it like, that experience? Uh, it's surreal. 
Uh, you hear that a lot from folks who are picking up some kind of award. Uh, I start out by being thrilled that it wasn't posthumous. So it's like, <laughs> you know, I mean, I keep saying, if I'm going to get anything, it's please let me get them now. I can actually enjoy them. <laughs> it's just a, you know what? By the time you've received the award, you've already won the award because the work that I do is almost exclusively work that creates a better world that helps to expose the world to uh, meaningful causes and help raise funds for them. And so by the time someone has decided that they that the production values were high enough and the theme was strong enough uh, to, to win an award for it, I've already won that because it's already been out there in the public making a difference. And then I write, produce and direct. So whenever I do win that award, it's, I know it's uh, somebody out there saying, yeah, do it that way keep it up and and so it's 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 you know there's it's it's encouraging um and validating but uh, mostly it just says you're on the right track keep going when you were born did you think that your life was going to be as complete and as full as it is because you've been in you're an actor you're a, a speaker you're a broadcast host you're a coach you've been on tv um you've also had you were homeless when you were 17 and you had cancer. And I mean, you've had the full breadth and width of life and experienced a lot of stuff this time around. Yeah, it's classic Nietzsche, right? That, which does not destroy me. Uh, I was raised uh, under pretty unique circumstances. And uh, I don't know, my mother would have just said my total mission in life was to find some new way of getting her to ask me the question on a daily basis what were you thinking? <laughs> so I got into plenty of mischief. I was a good kid, but I, I've got ADHD and I was, they didn't have a word for it back then. What they said was, your kid's just out of control. He's so hyper. And so they were always trying to give me uh, some way to stay occupied. I, I remember that uh, they ended up, uh, I'd gotten ahead of my class. And so my mom, with her savings as a hairstylist, took probably three months worth of savings and uh, bought the subscription to World Book Encyclopedia, which the school gave them permission to bring to the class. And so I'd finish the work and then I'd get to go sit in the back of the class and read. And I just read two days ago that Elon Musk did the same thing. He read the entire Encyclopedia Britannica by the time he was whatever age. For me, it was from fourth grade to sixth grade. It took me to read uh, he probably read it in two weeks, but it took me <laughs> several years to get through all of it. But that's what you do with 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 kids who ask too many questions. I even had relatives who would not let me spend the night because they'd just tell my mom, he just asked too many questions. He's driving us crazy. How the hell do I know why the sky is blue? And some days it's 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 dark and and I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> And by the way, Mark, I just have to share with folks, for those of you that are under 40, a uh, um, an encyclopedia used to be a book <laughs> that you would buy and they'd have a whole, a whole shelf full of books. And it was like a whole book was A and a whole book was B. And you'd open up the book and it would show you what history was and stuff. So rather than going online and Googling stuff, we actually had to look stuff up. So I just thought I'd mention that for... For those that are a little younger that there was actually a book that did that so yeah it's such a great point i'm 65 now so we i, I even used to use a thing called microfiche at, at the uh, library and oh 
you know, anyone who was uh, born after the internet was prevalent. They'll never understand, right? No, but, no. Like, and, and by the way, a library is a building where you have a lot of <laughs> books and, and things that you can go and, and stuff like that. For those of you that have never do been. Do you really want to break out the Dewey Decimal System? <laughs> I mean, we could do that. And your slide ruler. Yeah, slide ruler. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. There's, there's that one. So, so um, Deanne, you met, you met Mark uh, some time ago, and, and you guys have become fast friends and are working together. You're also a coach of note, and you, you have uh, several websites, one of which is that you're helping women specifically work from the inside out. Talk about that a little bit. And then we're going to take some calls, too. Well, thank you. Thank you, Kevin. Well, you know, uh, not unlike Mark, I didn't start with a lot of self-esteem. And I recognized as I was leading women that I was, it was kind of like I was living in a little, in a little castle surrounded by a moat and I couldn't cross that moat because the self-esteem trolls would force me to look in the, in the pool of reflection and I'd see all my faults. And then when I started leading women, I started, you know, in, in business, I started noticing them going like this and then self-sabotaging to get back to where their comfort zone was. And as an advanced aesthetic educator, I realized, why do we go to spa? To feel better. And I recognized that we needed not only to help staff understand their self-esteem and, and their self-talk and their ability to stay present, but so that they could better help their clients. And then just we started to branch out and rolling that out to, to, um, to, 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 the, to their clients. And, you know, I, I just have to tell a quick story. I was a guest speaker at a spa event uh, here in, in Canada. And afterwards, and it's always all about if you are worthy, let's talk about your self-talk. It's all about, you know, really building them up and, and showing them their worth. And at the end, uh, a lady came up and she said, I didn't want to come. I just lost my husband and my daughter forced me to come. I thought I was going to get pitched on you and pitched on the spa and pitched on product. And I came and I got pitched on me. See, it makes me emotional. Uh, she's so good. Oh my gosh. That's what it's all about. If you know, yeah, let's, let's, let's put great skincare on and have treatments, but being empowered inside out starts between our ears and then what we put in our mouth and finally what we accomplish what we master and what we put on our skin you want you you're phenomenal at doing that and you work really really well with with uh, um women specifically you've written several books that surround issues about women and uh and we're going to talk about that perhaps if we have time because we we're going to get we've got calls now so by the way these two are the I must say the the most incredible coaches that I've met in a while, and goodness knows I interview a lot of people, but they're great. And I, so we're going to open up the phone lines and give you an opportunity to talk to them about um, about you. If you've got an issue, they are they're very well versed on on a ton of stuff, including you know I, we could do a whole program on neuro linguistic if I could say it. Neurolinguistic programming. We could do a whole program on that. But uh, but anyway, so give us a call at 425-373-5527 or 
five five six nine now we've got our first caller his name is gordon and uh we're going to bring him onto the show right now and gordon welcome to the program how are you i'm doing well good morning how are you i'm just dandy thank you whom would you like to talk with this morning i talk with these guys all the time (laughs) (laughs) you have a do you have a question for these guys or do you have a comment no, I, I've, I've worked with Deanne for, and known Deanne probably for a couple of decades, and Mark for a long time as well. And I think he mentioned it on the, just in the, the last section, is they are incredible coaches. Um, and in terms of, you know, empowering people and, and you know, to, to, I say live your best life. Mark will correct me, I'm certain. Um, but to, to help people just really, uh, we've done a lot of programs together. Um, around basically around the world, and uh, you can't get any better than these two from uh, coaching and and an empowerment side of things. Uh, they are incredible. So you've got a couple of great guests there. Well, thank you so much. You, do, you have, do you want to address either one of these fine people? Do you, do you do you have a an issue that you need to solve? This is your chance to mess with the, with us, Gordon, and we can't do a darn thing about it. We're <laughs> on the air. I, I Just a, don't ask us how to I fix a, a diesel engine because we'll fall flat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've got a ton of issues, but uh, so it's uh, as far as um, you know. One of the things that and I, I, I throw this out there is uh, Mark has helped and Dion has helped with developing wellness programs. It's called Beyond Wellness, um, and to bring it into the the spa and the um, really the the, the spa world. Um, so it might be worth, depending, it's up to you, uh, having Mark talk through that. But it's um, no issues on my side. It's just, you know, I think there's a lot of people that can use some guidance and help and assistance relative to uh, living their best life. And, and um, you know, they are certainly wonderful uh, resources. So no real issues on my side, but uh, certainly grateful for their support over the past several, several years um, to help me be better in all honesty, and uh, stronger and, you know, confident and those sorts of things. So that's, um, yeah, amazing. Well, you know, Gordon, yeah, you, you said that you had a lot of issues, and I want to congratulate you. Welcome to being human. <laughs> Thanks for the accolades, brother. Well, if, hey. I, if I could just, just mention that Mr. Humble here, Mr. Gordon, he ran 110 Hyatt Spas for 10 years. And during the pandemic, he was rebranding the Marcus Hotel Spas and the Grand Geneva that he was running had the largest increases in their history. Now, the spa business was uh, like closed <laughs> during the <laughs> pandemic and shut down and or barely moving. Now, he did that through empowering his staff and, you know, and, and, and his clients alike. So he really does get it. And I love that he recognizes as well that we need to have empowerment added to spa. Absolutely. Well, well that's both for, the, for the, uh, the clients as well as the staff. If you have an empowered team, empowered, empowered staff, they're more likely to, to pass that along to the clients as well. And doesn't it show... When you have an empowered staff, doesn't it show in the performance that they give and therefore the energy that's in the spa that is translated and transferred to the client, which makes them feel warm and fuzzy and comfortable to be there? 
it does. You know, and you know, the pandemic, you know, we all learned a whole lot from it. Um, we were lucky in the area that we were, you know, fortunate in the area that we were operating, but just a tremendous, a tremendous uh, appetite for what we did. And, and, you know, people were, as we all went through it, uh, or, you know, in some ways still, but, um, um, you know, humans can't change in two years, you know, and I usually say, you know, it took us millions of years to lose our tails, but uh, um, we are people who crave, uh, you know, that, that, that uh, personal touch and, and the human interaction, which, you know, Deanna and Mark know better than anybody, um, which is, you know, from an empowerment, empowering of staff, you know, their role is, uh, it, it's symbiotic. It, the, the, the guests provided that energy and the, the, the associates provide that energy. Um, it was pretty incredible time how we, how we nutted through all that. And it's really, um, it is empowering the team to, to make the decisions and supporting, supporting the team to, you know, do the best they can and make the decisions that uh, are in the best interest of, of, of guests and each other on the team. So, it, it does work. It does work, and it, it uh, from a business perspective, um, it is quantifiable as well. Gordon, thank you, Kevin. I think the biggest takeaway from what I've just heard, and and I really appreciate you uh, generously handing out these great little testimonials, Gordon. But I think the most important thing is that uh, Gordon is saying is talking about the importance of surrounding yourself with enlightened and empowered individuals, uh, whether you are. Uh, the head of a spa leading a company or you're a teacher in a school or you're <clears throat> or it's in your family uh, it's one thing to be the you know the, the grand pundit in your uh, in the room but I don't want to be the the smartest guy in the room uh, you know I want to be the most compassionate guy in the room perhaps uh, but I'd love to surround myself with people who know as much as I have not more so and so he's saying I think once you really get your arms around the power that we have to take control of our our states and our happiness and fulfillment the very next step is to share it absolutely absolutely what yes, you're doing kevin and you're doing that and you're doing it yeah we're trying yeah go ahead Dan. i was just going to say you know we we have a different world um, and, and we are present in a different world than we were a few years ago. And, you know, events happen and it's our perception of those events and how we decide to move forward and what we focus on that it, that it, which is what we get. And, you know, we are so much more in charge than we than we think we, we we don't get what we want we don't get what we think about Maya Angelou says we get what we believe. And this is one of the things that, you know, it, it takes space to stay in repetition to change your, your to create neuro, new neural pathways, to create new habits. And Mark is absolutely brilliant at that. But man, we're in control. We, we get to control so much by what, by what, what, what we focus on with our self-talk, et cetera. So I could go on and on about that one. And, and one of these days, we're going to have you do that. Just go on and on and on because it's it's important. Gordon, thank you for coming and calling in. We've got another call we'd like to take. So, But you have a wonderful afternoon, okay, or morning first. Happy Monday, Gordon. Oh, he must be gone. Um, 
Deanne, I wanted to ask you, and I just had an epiphany and it didn't even hurt. And that, and that, uh. was, and that, that, that was this, that women love to go to a spa. And I think it's because, or you could, you tell me, I, I just had a thought that it's because a spa is a safe place. And there are so few safe places for women to go and be together and to and to uh, work to, and and to be just basically in a safe place. Is that kind of the the draw behind why spas are are so popular? Well, one yes, absolutely. Because we go and we are we're we're being treated, we're being cared for. I mean, you know, in emotional intelligence, we we what we don't realize is that of, of all the of all the um, emotions, anger, fear, anxiety, joy, love, sadness, shame, that joy and love should should be should actually populate sixty percent of of our of our being, and the rest should take a little piece of, of the rest of our time, that 40% of all those others. So when we go into a spa and we're being cared for and it's all about us, I mean, it's fantastic. And I really do believe that, well, the fear-based marketing targeting women is just out of control. If I see one more 19 year old on TV trying to sell me anti-aging skincare, I might throw something, <laughs> I mean, come on. So, I mean, and the number one fraud on the internet is skincare. I, I, I didn't make that up. So it, when we go to a spa, we're cared for and it's self-care because I've, I've asked 200 women, how many of you look in the mirror and notice everything that's great about you? And one 20 year old raises her hand. We talk to ourselves worse than we would talk to anyone in our lives because we would never get away with it. And when we go to that spa, we're being, we're, we're we're, we're, it's self-care. We're take, we're being cared for. So it's very, very powerful, very powerful. Well, and so many women and Mark, I like your opinion on this too, but so many women spend their lives caring for other people. They sacrifice themselves. They sacrifice what they want for their kids, for their husband, for their job. And most of the time, not all, but most of the time you run out of hours in the day to be able to take care of yourself. So you end up sacrificing that portion of your life, and that's why going to a spa when you get to be the focus is so rich and so rare because it doesn't happen in regular life. Would you guys agree with that? I'm going to turn that over to Mark. What do you think about that? Oh, you're sweet. Um, obviously, Deanne, there's not a topic that she couldn't speak uh, uh, with absolute uh, experience and uh, expertise that i <clears throat> I'd say that, um, uh, yes, of course, the uh, Western culture has caused us to be hyper-focused on the facade, the shell, uh, and spend far less time talking about what's going on in here. Uh, uh, it's uh, In some cases, because this seems like an easier fix, it's easier to market and advertise that, that's for sure. Um, it, it, you could tell somebody how to apply um, a product, but telling them how to take control of their, their states, their heart, their... Um, their conditioning and so on. Well, who's going to teach them that since very few people understand it themselves. Our parents didn't teach us uh, these things because they didn't know. And, and so um, there's, um, uh, there's definitely a movement. Deanne took the reins. Uh, when I first started coaching her, 
you know, you get coaching clients, some of them pick it up a little bit at a time. And then once in a while, you get someone who within the first three sessions, they're already writing their first best-selling book. You know, Deanne was one of those folks who just said, oh my gosh, I get it. So you're empowering people from the inside out. I can do that. And oh, she, she turned it into her, uh, her thing. And of course, I couldn't support her uh, with any more of my, uh, my heart <laughs> than I do. She's just remarkable. And um, yeah, we see um, a world filled with misplaced values. And, uh, and you can't find fault in this because we are, uh, when Deanne mentioned belief, uh, it's one of the most important things I teach, which is we do what we believe. In fact, our reality, uh, we might not have time to get into that, but think of it like this. If you are told a story, and a story is, is a description of something that's happening in life. And if you're told a story and you believe that story, that's your reality. You're, you see, everybody's trying to figure out quantum physics and, and they try to go all quantum and, and get into the deepest levels. But on the simplest level, I just say, your reality is nothing more than a story that you believe. And what's beautiful about that is if it's a story you believe and that story isn't serving you, and technically you made that story up or you just accepted someone else's story, you can change it to a different story that does serve you and then look for proof. Obviously, it needs to be a story that has viability. You don't say, well, I'm a, you know, I'm a flying unicorn. It's got to be a story that's at least as possible as the story you're believing now. And then you look for proof of that. That's Verte. We see what we're looking for. And then people say, so you're just telling me to live in a fantasy world. And I smile and I say, you already do. <laughs> you just don't know it. You think this story you believe in is the one and only universe that exists and that everyone sees what you see in the same way you see it, but it couldn't be further from the truth. And I'd love to talk more about that. But first, we need to talk to Michael, who's on the line, who's been waiting a while. And I want to thank you for holding, sir. Thank you for being here and you talking to Mark and Deanne. I'm just going to introduce um, Michael because he is my husband and i want to back up a little bit and talk about when i first met mark and i first took his course which is called life mastery which we're relaunching it changed me so much that my husband saw the change in me and asked if he could take the course and that has just been we have tools now we have you know we he'll come and say you're not on the dark train, are you? And I'll say, no, yes. <laughs> Never ask somebody if they're on the dark train while they're on it because they will deny it with everything they've got. No, oh, I'm not on the dark train. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, I hope, I hope he's there. Michael, can you hear us? Yes, I can. Hey, buddy. By the way, Hello. I would like to congratulate you on, because it takes an, a certain amount of intestinal fortitude to be able to um, see a change in your significant other and decide that you're going to change with them rather than let them go off on their own. So congratulations. You did a re really nice job. Well, thank you, Kevin. It, uh, it was a, an obvious choice, basically, at that time. Um, I think 
Deanne already alluded to the fact that we had some uh, some challenges in our uh, relationship, some impatience and misunderstandings and things like that. And it was, was interesting, I thought, that uh, at one point when Deanne said, uh, oh, this is an interesting course I'm following now. It's by a, uh, a fellow by the name of Mark Fournier. And I said, oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, it's about relationships that I probably again said, oh, great, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Uh-huh. But then within the next few weeks, I started seeing a, 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 a big change in the end in terms of how she was um, relating to me and my you know, things or my issues or what have you. And uh, little by little, I started to come around. And I thought, oh, wait a second. This is much more than I had initially thought. And uh, so obviously, uh, in short while after that, I took the course myself. It was a, a absolutely fantastic course. I loved the content of it. I loved the the interactions that I had with Mark, and and you know, of course, the end result was uh, was really the uh, the cherry on the cake because uh, it it totally truly helped uh, our relationship to uh, to flourish. So uh, I think it is something that um, that you know is probably not uh, uncommon to many uh, couples even today. Uh, issues like that, so um, I, I highly uh, I speak to Mike's uh, to Mark's course and uh, would highly encourage anybody to uh, to look into it and, and take the course. I think it's and by the way, thank you, Michael. I think it's really important that uh, when you're when you're contemplating making life changes like this, and you that the couples work together because they can grow actually grow closer together and have a much deeper more robust relationship by doing that if, if if both parties are willing to get together and do that mark do you get a lot of couples that come to you and say we want to work together to work with you um yes i do i i it, it goes both uh, in both directions in michael's case for instance after the success that they had had um and he's being modest he had a, was running a very very large successful company and he then said i want to put all my people through it and so he then took it to, to his staff because it's all the same whether whether I'm working with individuals, couples, uh, 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 corporations, corporate leaders, or, or teams, we're all human underneath it all. And if it's life mastery, well, uh, there's 10 areas of your life that you probably could improve upon in every any, any one of them. So they come from every direction. For me, it's pretty much, uh, uh, word of mouth. I only coach one-on-one 10 people, which is my way of saying, I'm going to give you everything I've got. So it's not scalable. Uh, but usually those 10 people are, are uh, pretty powerful, high income earners, uh, leaders, entrepreneurial, and they usually have companies of their own. And, and then they, the first thing they do, even though they're thinking, I want this for myself, or I want this for my company, almost without exception, the first time they ask me to make a deviation, it's would you mind if my wife got on the next call <laughs> or my husband got on the next call? And I'm like, happens all the time. And then with one or two calls, it's, do you mind if I donate the next three sessions to my husband or my wife? And till next thing, you know, I end up coaching. Sometimes I'll be coaching uh, both members of the family uh, separately in their own programs, because uh, the, the goal is if you're truly healthy, if you're, uh, if you're taking care of yourself on, on every level, your relationship is more likely to be very healthy. 
So I don't work as much on the health of the relationship as I do the health of the components. And the relationship oftentimes takes care of itself. Hey, Michael, I got to ask you a question. Uh, since you, since uh, you've just been outed that you are a business owner of Note, and that you put you and you you offered this program to your employees, did you know? I'm a firm believer, by the way, that that management and and running a company has to change from where it used to be, where it was a top down thing, to where it now should be a bottom up thing, and everybody should be working together to be empowered. To work together and to and to grow the company and to understand how it all works, uh, did you find that? Did, first of all, you put your some of your uh, employees through the program. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. I, I introduced them to the program, and um, you know, because indeed this is a program that is not necessarily only for. Uh, married couples, of course, obviously. Right. I mean, because Mark teaches uh, you know, the different components of relationships, and that deals with marriage, but it also deals with uh, interactions between uh, employers and employees. And um, there, too, again, I, I saw a great benefit. I was going to ask you because I'm a firm believer that if you build your company in the right way and empower everybody to be the best that they can be within the confines of that company, within the structure that you've got, your turnover is going to go down, your happiness, your, your sick time is going to go down, your productivity is going to go up, and at the bottom line is you're going to have a happier place to work and it's going to make more money. Is that, has that been your experience? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, it is, it, you know, it's, it's been said so many, so many times people are asked, do you like your job? No, I don't like my job. Well, why is it? Well, and it's usually not a matter of how much money they're making. It usually is a matter of, of how they're being treated. So if you know that and if you can change that, if you can create an atmosphere for employees um, that, that where they enjoy being, as you just said, uh, Kevin, I mean, people are going to be on time. Uh, many less sick days. Uh, they're going to enjoy what they're doing. They're going to do what they're doing better than they did it before. So there's all these benefits to uh, to introducing uh, people to a course like this. You know, it's, it's it's grand that we are doing this on the Monday morning uh -huh. because as people are on their way to work, I am uh, implore you, if your workday didn't start on Monday morning but actually started about 7.30, 8 o'clock Sunday night, when you were starting to worry about the fact that you had to get up and go to work in the morning and you dreaded going to work in the morning on Monday morning, and so you blew Sunday night off as well because you didn't have a good time because you were so upset that you had to go to work Monday morning, I implore you to talk to Deanne, talk to Mark, find a coach, find a program, and put your employees through it, encourage your employer to put you through it so that you can wake up on a Monday morning and be happy that you're going to work. And because uh, we all got to do something, but, you, but you'll at least be happy. Uh, Deanne and, and Mark, do you agree with that sentiment? No, you go Absolutely. first. I'm just going <laughs> pop in. I'll, I have to pop in because this being able to manage his states that Michael has mastered has made him not only very, very successful as an independent contractor now, but he is a champion formula race car truck driver in his early 70s. And the, the young guys come up and say, I just want to beat the old guy. And all things being equal, they can't. They say that to his face. All things being equal, they cannot.
want. And it's, yes, it is what goes on, what he eats and, and works out, et cetera, et cetera, and, and, and talent, but it's his state of mind. It's his, his ability to, to master his own self-talk. And so it is, it's just, it's, it works for, for everyone. We all, we just want to all be okay. And that's something that, that Mark says, um, uh, Michael Singer has an amazing podcast about that. So yeah, go ahead, Mark. I know you're, you're trying well, to Well, thank you. you. Um, and, and by the way, I have to say, I've seen, I've seen Michael Grace. He is in, an inspiration. You see this guy with this, this, uh, this graying white hair, and he could be any age and he's in this car and you see all these little young studs and they're looking at him like, oh yeah, that's not gonna be very fun. Well, they're right. It's not gonna be fun for them. <laughs> when they see this guy lap them after two times around he's amazing oh i love you michael he's an incredible person i'm honored that he saw something in the program but uh to answer your question kevin and, and i love your questions clearly you've been doing this for a long time you, you're just you're a great listener your questions are all evocative and i, I just think that you're you're creating a space for your audience to to truly grow. I, I love the way you ask questions and not trying to be a pundit yourself, or you've seen that where the host, the whole show is just an opportunity for them to show how much they know. And that, you know, works for the first few episodes, but I, I'm loving the interview. I, I say it very simply, whether it's to an individual, to a corporation, and it's, I believe that human capital is by far the greatest resource on earth. A, a self-actualized human being is both limitless and priceless. If you can inspire and empower and enlighten the people on, in your life, the people on your team, there's nothing you can buy. There's no machine or device that could come close to the potential of a human being, which is why I call myself limitless coach because I'm focusing on what's going on in here. And of course we know the saying uh, that, the, that which anything we can conceive and believe we can achieve. Well. There's nothing we can't conceive. The human mind, it's, that's as close to being uh, like God, I think, as, as will ever perhaps come. Because when I think about God, I think, well, what's the coolest thing about being God? It's the ability to create from thin air anything. Well, human beings can do that. You know, you, you can't create everything you want or do everything you want, but you can do anything. So pick those, uh, uh, you know, create those priorities. But we are limitless beings. And if you can pull that out in a, an employee and on your, a team, wow, what could your company do? Sorry, <laughs> not a yeah. soundbite. <laughs> that is, that is, by the way, thank you so much for the compliment. I appreciate that. Because my, right. my, my job, my mission here is to get you guys to talk about what you do. Because what you do, you, you're professionals at this and you're awesome. And uh, and I thank you both. I thank you both for being here. By the way, I want to make sure we get your information out. So first of all, let's start with Deanne. Um, Deanne, how can somebody get a hold of you if they would like to either work with you or consult with a spa or do something along those lines? Well, the easiest email is d d e e at Lenson, my last name l e n s e n Inc. as in Incorporated I N C D at L E N S E N I N C dot com. That's the easiest way. Very good. And 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 Mark, you you I'll just put in Mark and he'll show up everywhere. <laughs> That's sweet. I, I will give them a direct 
that skips all the websites and uh, various um, articles. And so it's it's my direct personal website. So Mark with a K, M-A-R-K at, uh, then my last name, which is Fournier, and that's F as in Frank, O-U-R, N as in Nancy, I-E-R, and then my company incorporated in, so it's Inc. So Mark at FournierInc.com. And that is the, the most direct way. Otherwise, they can go online. I can give you all sorts of websites. You know, my coaching site is, if you, it's easy to remember, thelimitlesscoach.com. And uh, they can go and see some of our training. Like the life mastery they're referring to, uh, the very basic form is, um, it's the mastery series.online. And so it's pretty easy to, to take a peek at that. But if, like you said, if they just put my name in there, websites and things come up because I've got my, you know, I'm an author, so I've got my books and um, my YouTube, whatever. <laughs> Thou shalt not poo-poo thyself, sir. Oh, yeah, uh, you, exactly. you are you are very <laughs> you are very extraordinary and uh and deanne you both oh by the way michael's still <laughs> michael are you still there he's still on the line with us did you do you guys have anything I, else I for him i'm i'm sorry i missed that say again kevin did is there anything else you'd like to add before we i'll let you go oh again you know i once I, again i'd like to say i cannot um um end by um by the only thing I can say is really to highly, highly recommend uh, both, of course, Jan's courses, which um, I'm quite familiar with, obviously, um, but of course also uh, Mark's courses that uh, that I so enjoy taking. And and uh, I think I said this before, but I can imagine there are a few couples around that uh, in this world that can highly benefit from uh, from taking Mark's courses. So um, yeah, once again, uh, Mark, thank you so much for. Uh, for teaching the course and um, and um, improving my life, thank you. Uh, yeah, we you can buy me a uh, buy me dinner next time I get to Vancouver, buddy. <laughs> my pleasure. <laughs> and that's a, that okay. is a heck of an endorsement right there. Thank you for changing my life. Thanks, Brian, so much. So that that is really cool, Michael. Thank you for coming on board and talking with us. And uh, it's 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 been it's been a pleasure having you. And and if if there are other business owners out there and you want to learn how to deal with business a bit differently, it's kind of a passion of mine, as you can probably tell. Um, treat your employees better; they'll stay longer, they'll be happier, and at the end of the day, your business will thrive. Especially uh, with the millennials and the Gen Zs. Oh my gosh, that's become my new hyper focus. They came to me, the Gen Zs and the millennials, they want more. It's not enough to just say, well, we'll give you an extra 10%. We'll give you a raise. They want so much more. They want a life. They want to be happy and fulfilled. They want to have purpose and meaning in their life. Well, you know, it was interesting that uh, they did a study and I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure you know this, that, that when they started listing the top 10 reasons for leaving your job, money was like six. Yeah. or something it wasn't even close to being the, the top reason that people left their job it's yeah. because of satisfaction feeling like they're making a difference that they're yeah. able to do something that's it's that's it's it's a huge thing and and what i don't understand is when people are operating in that old way but if they operate in the new way it not only is better for the employees and it's a kinder way to operate but they will make their business will thrive better 
It's, it's, it just makes sound business. Um, Deanne, let's talk about your books because, oh, I wanted to mention uh, Rebecca Harrison, who brought us together, who is a good friend of mine. She's an, an, an amazing woman in her own right. And she's one of the authors of one of your books, right? She actually was the publisher of the Family Tree book that I co-authored. This was the mother and son relationship book. I co-authored with my son, Joel. And it was absolutely eye-opening because here is my son who owns a headhunting company for pharmaceutical and hospital. He's ex extraordinarily happy in his, his, his work, his marriage, his fatherhood. And he writes in the chapter, and I, th th this, this is for the, for the audience to, to, to hear. Not, I'm not just one, I am bragging, but I'm not just bragging. Um, <laughs> and what's wrong with that? That's right, you're a mom, you're allowed to brag. He writes in the book, I watched my mom write goals when, when I was young and create storyboards and affirmations and sticky notes. And I moved into my new house and I was unpacking my, my, my boxes and I found a storyboard that I had made 10 years ago and I owned everything on it. And you know, the children are watching and it was Mark that said, they may, may not oh. do what you do, what you say, but they'll do what you do. He said that a hundred years ago. It, it's um, just there. I just say they may not be great at listening to you, but they're excellent at imitating you. Yeah, that's another one. That, that's not how you said it 10 years ago. Oh, no. I, <laughs> I polished it up after that. I thought, well, let's make it no, funny. It's, <laughs> it's so true. I did want to add something. And yes, they're the, on empoweredinsideout.com, the books are available and collaborative books, one on about emotional intelligence, which is just so powerful. But I did want to add one more thing about uh, businesses. You know, we need to remember that when an employee is, if, if, if there's fear when you're trying to, to coach them or tell them what they need to do, that that little fight or flight goes on and they don't hear a word you say. So it's really important that we, under, that, that we ask this emotional intelligence question, what outcome do I really want from this situation and then respond accordingly and listen at level three. You know, there's three levels of listening and this is from the coactive coaching that I'm certified in. The first level, I call it caveman listening, where we're listening and we're, we're, trying, to, we're trying to think about how, how we can retort and look really smart and cute, right? That's, that's, that, that's the first level of listening. And level listening at level two is listening with the view to really understanding what it is that this person is trying to say to you, just really being present. And listening at level three is listening at level two, but using your intuition. You see the surface of the water, but you feel the current underneath. And I can tell you, there's a saying, I like me best when I'm with you. If I like myself better when I'm with you, buddy, I'm going to do everything I can to be with you. So wanted to throw that in. That, that's awesome because you're also raising your vibration when you are with somebody who also operates at a higher level vibration. And, uh, and it makes you feel good. It, it just makes you happier. We, we just have a short time left, and I wanted to leave some time for the both of you. And we'll start with ladies first. I want to give you the opportunity to say to our audience anything that you would like them to know 
about who you are or about anything that you would like them to know? Well, um, who I am is somebody who had, who started with a lot of challenges, uh, who grew up in uh, an area of the United States where I was the wrong religion and the wrong ethnic group. And no matter what I did, I wasn't good enough. And I needed to find a way to be able to build a bridge over that moat and don't look back. And it took a lot of support. And that's where Mark came in. It really, really, really helped me. And I would love to offer uh, the clarity tool to our audience really quickly, which is, and I'll go through it fairly quickly. Just ask yourself, what is your current truth? Where are you right now? And, and are you happy about that? How does that feel? And then one year from today, you look back and it was the best year of your life. What, what's happening there? What do you see? This is NLP now. What do you see? What do you feel? What do you smell? Who are you with? Create that scene for yourself. And then ask yourself, how, do you feel, how does it feel when you're in that good space? How does that feel? And what capabilities do I need to get there? It could be a coaching program to change your attitude about yourself because, you know, you can, you can read a book and put it down and then it's going to wear off, right? Warm bath motivation. Um, that's what the state space sustained repetition that Mark has created through Life Mastery is all about. And, and we are rolling out a new course. It's group coaching. It's very affordable. It is so, it's, it's 40 years of his research um, with my input every week. And then the input of the group. So I really encourage people to find something that will help to take them, help them to build that Galdarn moat, <laughs> and build that bridge over the moat and, and step over there and say, how do you do? My name is Deanne Lenson and I'm enough. Perfect. Mark? That's beautiful, Deanne. I'm so inspired when I listen to you. Uh, I'd probably prefer to use that time instead of telling people who I am, um, helping them figure out who they are. Um, I mean, I can say in a 10 seconds, yeah, yeah, I had a bunch of crap go down when I was kids, just like everybody, you know, some nasty stuff, some good stuff. Um, and uh, it's all relative, isn't it? Nothing means anything till we compare it to someone else. If I compared it to being raised in rural America, in, in Michigan, um, yeah, some people might say that I had a pretty rough life and living in a car at 17 and all that, but you watch what's happening in the Ukraine and I, <laughs> any PTSD I, I may have walked away with from, you know, child abuse and so on. It's like nothing, I mean, compared to what they'll be dealing with for the rest of their lives. So uh, relatively speaking on nearly 8 billion people, um, my life has been uh, pretty simple and pretty magical. Uh, uh, but I say that I've had enough very serious challenges to be able to relate to an audience no matter who they are. Uh, but rather than dwell on those, uh, if I could only give one piece of uh, insight, something that would give someone some peace of mind and some clarity in terms of helping them find out who they are, I'd probably uh, explain that after years of asking, why are we here? All existential questions. And of course, Viktor Frankl, Man's Search for Meaning, when he says, it's quit asking, why are we here? 
It's a question we may never answer. And even if we do, we may not understand it. Ask, why am I here? That's the closest you'll come. And I found a pattern that drives everyone. And it's, it starts from the time that we're, <clears throat> that we're children. Uh, and our parents are trying to teach us right from wrong and good from bad and trying to help us make good choices. And we've all done it as parents. And, it's, and our parents did this with us. It's basically when you do something good, that's okay. That's okay. That's good. Good boy. Good girl. That's not okay. Bad, bad. And the consequences and punishments until we are so deeply ingrained with the idea of having them tell us that, that we're good, that we're okay, that it's, we are now craving it as if we need it. Now, we only need Maslow's hierarchy of needs, you know, food, shelter, water, oxygen. But our psyche believes we need to have them tell us we're okay. And to, we need to avoid having us tell, tell, tell us tell us that we're not okay. The, the problem is, as we grow up, the parents stop saying, um, now they don't say to a two or three-year-old, well, you know, you're old enough now to decide if it's okay to play in the street with a ball or to cut your, your sister's eyelashes with mommy's scissors or, uh, that's not okay because kids are basically idiots. <laughs> they don't get to make those decisions. So a parent's job is only three points. It's to love them unconditionally, teach them how to thrive on their own someday, and um, to keep them safe. Well, keep them safe is the big one. We got to keep them safe. So long story short, we tell them it's not up to you whether, whether you're okay, whether what you're doing is okay. It's up to, to us because we know better. Oh, and it's up to grandma and grandpa and the aunts and uncles, and it's up to the babysitter, and now your teacher, and now your coaches, and eventually your peers will come over and assume that responsibility. And sometime as an adolescent or as a young adult, you have been conditioned, every single one of us, to believe the simple thought that being okay is everything, not being okay is horrible, and only, they, only others can tell me if I'm okay. It's up to everyone except for me to decide. And so if you look at the car you drive, the home you live at, uh, live in, the, the clothes you drive, the job, the career you pick, most of it is for the purpose of asking the question, am I okay? And so what if you were to stop one day and say, wait a minute, they don't know if I'm okay. They don't even haven't figured out if they're okay. It's now up to only me. And here's what it takes for me to say I'm okay. And, if, and it's a simple affirmation. I say it every morning. First thing I had to get was that I'm not perfect. So being perfect doesn't, I don't have to be perfect to be okay because I don't know anyone who's perfect. And I do this in my seminars. Do you know anyone? After a few minutes of jostling, they'll find me somebody who'll say, uh, Jesus Christ. And I'll go, keep going. They can't think of anyone else. I'll go, so wait a minute. So out of the history of mankind, you came up with one person and it's the son of God. Okay, well, I don't think I'm up to competing with that one. So let's set that aside. I'm okay. I'm not perfect. No one is. And that's okay. Mark, so, you got 20 seconds. All right. So on the second half, as I say, I'm doing the best I can with what I have. And that's enough. That's all it takes to be okay and to start living your life from uh, an empowered position. See, I told you guys that I was going to bring you two wonderful people, and I did, Mark Fournier and uh, Deanne Linson, and go find them on the Internet and work with them. Thank you so much for being here. And remember, everybody, be kind to one another because each other's all we got. We'll see you next time.